Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to Talking Football with Ray. And believe it or not, my name is Ray and I'm going to be the one talking football with you. Before we cut to the show, you need to remember that we are talking about a kid's game that's played by grown men. So sit back, relax, don't take yourself too serious, and let's have a little bit of fun in five, four, three, two, one. Zero. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Talking Football with Ray. That means that me, this guy right here, those of you on the podcast who can't see me, I'm pointing at myself. My name is Ray. I'm going to be the one talking football with you. Hope you already have a good fucking time here today on this Friday, December the 17th. I was right. I didn't have to look at my phone, but I did. Hope you're all doing well. Colts, Patriots. That's the main point of conversation tonight. Our boy Lawrence is apparently on his way, but he's not here yet. Is he dodging us? I just did an hour on his show. You know, there's a whole lot of Patriot fans ready just to rip his fucking head off. No, no, no. We love Lawrence. Everybody loves Lawrence here. Hope you're all doing well. It's Friday night. Thank fucking God. Thank God it's Friday night. You can finally chill out. Patriots play on Saturday. Good, just so I can have a fully fucking stressed out weekend, right? Have to watch football on Saturday, and then I work Sunday. Well, I work Sunday till Friday, right? And then, you know, it is what it is. Starting to fill up a little bit here. Y'all know what it is. It's Friday night. It means I got my Patreon crew here to talk some fucking football for the next hour or so with y'all. Hope you're doing well. There's other stories, but we're going to be, you know how it is. Friday night, there's no structure. We talk shit. All right, listen, guys. Thank everybody who's tuning in live here on the podcast. Thank everybody who's downloaded the podcast. Make sure you uh, smash that like button, hit subscribe, all that kind of stuff. Thanks for you watching on Twitter. Make sure you follow me at DPN underscore Ray. If you want to be a part of this show every Friday night, you got to subs- sign up for the Patreon page. Links are in the description. And uh, we're going to hear from my sponsors over at Newsbreak. When we return, the boys are back in town, baby. Let's do this. Over 1 billion users have downloaded the free Newsbreak app, getting access to all of their local news and content provided by Newsbreak. However, not only is Newsbreak a sponsor of my channel, they're also my bosses. I have been marked as a top contributor for Newsbreak covering the entire NFL. So what are you waiting for? Download the Newsbreak app from the link that I've left in the description, and it directly supports my channel. If you want transparency, I'll give you transparency. Every time somebody downloads the Newsbreak app from the link, it directly puts money in my pocket. So download the app, get unlimited free access to all of your local news and all of my NFL content for free while also supporting the channel. It's a win-win for everybody, so please take 30 seconds and download the Newsbreak app from the link that I've left in the description. And we're back live here with the boys, gentlemen. What's going All on? All right. All right. All right. Before we get started, guys, how's everybody doing? Find me over at deanblundell.com. That's the mothership, deanblundell.com. Go read my blogs over there, download the podcast, all that kind of good stuff. You can find the podcast, all the other podcasts. I listen to too. Today, I wrote a uh, blog about Kenny Pickett skipping out on the Peach Bowl. And I was basically yeah. like, who the fuck cares about the Peach Bowl? So uh, go, go check it out over there. And uh, I'm really excited, guys. Uh, uh, you know, Mike, Matt, Thomas, good to see you, gentlemen. But for the 
months and months and months lawrence has just been picking my audience off one by one by one by one by one and i'm finally happy that i kind of got to steal it back the other way what's going on brother I'm, how I'm, are you i brought joe in I brought what's going joe on in. joe how are you i'm doing all right tonight man um just figured i'd hop in check it out because i have noticed a lot of back and forth between the two crowds so i figured i would uh participate and reciprocate my first time ever time. meeting Joe was during a Steelers game, which was just the fucking funniest thing in the world oh to watch. That, <laughs> yeah, Joe, are you a Steelers that. fan? Yes, yes, I am. Born and raised. Listen to him. You can hear the you can hear <laughs> no. the the Pittsburgh voice. You can hear that that's that, that Pennsylvania <laughs> coming out in here. Oh yeah, especially when I get mad, you'll definitely hear it come out. <laughs> I uh yeah, when you get mad, I, I can almost hear the Pat McAfee because you're like McAfee just kind of sounds like and then when when he goes, you can start hearing uh the accent come out on him, right? I love it. I love it. <laughs> Fuck Pat McAfee's just uh what that man has done with social media and building his shit. Um so like I'm such a fan of his. Like I don't watch a lot of sports shows. I tell people that all the time. Like I don't I don't know why people watch my stuff because I don't even watch like my kind of stuff right but pat mcafee's a show that i just sit at work and i i wear headphones because i work in a professional environment and um pat mcafee could get me into a whole lot of trouble with all the shit that he <laughs> says on his show uh so we're waiting for lawrence to pop in guys i guess he's uh he's ducking me he's uh doesn't want to come face you guys and uh i'll, I'll make sure that that he knows about it and uh yeah yeah appreciate all like let's just say hi to all the group joseph what's up man appreciate y'all joseph is uh that's me that's you okay i was that's gonna me. say you're a freaking uh you're a patreon member edward what's up buddy my boy hanif what's happening man this dude misses nothing hanif misses like nothing doesn't miss a tweet <laughs> that i send out and i tweet a lot doesn't miss a tweet doesn't miss nothing yeah all right, boys. Um, the floor is yours. Uh, obviously, Patriots Colts. I called it a Patriots Colts preview. I hope people aren't expecting some hard hit analysis tonight. This is the fun day. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but uh, Thomas, guten tag. How's it going? Oh, we'll and, hit him uh, hard. We'll hit him wicked hard in Deutschland. <laughs> I heard I missed you by like ten minutes last night. Your kid woke up just as I got into Lawrence's hangout. Yeah, she woke up and I tried to uh, put her back to sleep and. Uh doesn't work so i had to quit and uh yes you know how it is how much trouble did you get in from the wife for waking up the, your daughter oh she's not here oh that's how you're getting away with we just on vacation again uh yeah just a short trip you know is it because your new hat came in the mail so you had to send her on a trip or what no <laughs> Yeah, no. I'm telling you, <laughs> this guy sends his wife on vacation so he can buy a new hat. It's phenomenal. He's like, I'll tell you what, I'll send you on vacation. I get to buy a new hat. Yeah, it's almost 50. Did you uh, did you watch my, the game today? Destroyed mm -hmm. them. Destroyed Wolfsburg. Destroyed them today. Good for you. Lewandowski broke another Gert Muller record. The most goals in a calendar year just uh -huh. uh, all right awesome. the boys the boys are all uh i don't want to put everybody to sleep what does moises have to say here i'm just gonna put this shit up and you guys can respond to it my patriots brother ray Rell, what's going on man uh the new england are so, the new england patriots gonna beat the colts tomorrow night please let's go past nations how do you guys feel about the game tomorrow night man i i feel decent about it i i think i think we need to get off on a uh 
a head start and get it out of get in Mac in Mac Jones' hands and get it get ahead. So we they have to play from behind so they don't have to use the run run game. And then towards the second half, we can uh, start running the ball more. Damien what? Harris is odd. So, I heard. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but, but see, the uh, last time Damian Harris was out, um, uh, Stevenson did, did very well with with Cleveland. Yeah, and yeah. I was saying that on Lawrence's show tonight. I was like, I was like, you know, the last time Harris went out, that was sort of Ramondre Stevenson's break breakout game, breakout right? game. That was yeah. his over hundred yards, and he was running through. Listen, this game, in my opinion, is I've, I've done two Colts channels now, and I've given a, a score prediction, and I've said, here's my score prediction, either team. You know, like flip the winner. This game is going to come down to who blinks first. I just think they're so the matchups are just so good with each other. And this is going to be to me, the kind of football I love just that old Mm -hmm. school pound the shit out of each other and play tough and punch each other in the face. And, oh man, that's, that's just the kind of football I love. Bite some yeah. kneecaps off, hurt your friends. Two big fighters <laughs> going in and at f- phone booth fighting. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not going to be like Jake Paul versus someone sticking their face out for him to punch it. You know right, what I mean? Like exactly. it's going to be a it's going to be a real fight. Which I want I want to get to that. Actually, I want to throw that question out to you guys because Mike and I were discussing this last night. I put it on Twitter today. It didn't get a lot of traction. A lot less than I thought I was going to get. I want to know your guys' opinion. I think that I can beat Tom Brady in a fight. That's what I brought up last night. I want to challenge him to a boxing match. Um, It all started because I was like, I would never, ever, ever fight an NFL player. Like, Patrick Mahomes want to fight me? Uh He's an an elite athlete. Like, he would just whoop me all over. Like, he he would beat me. But I look at Tom Brady, and I'm like, I think I could take – I could could take Tom Brady, I think. That's probably, like, an NFL player I would try to fight. Would you fight Tom Brady? If you get him, if you hit him, like in the first uh, uh, first couple, then uh, okay. But if uh, you, you don't, you got good then problems. You know, <laughs> what the hell kind of question he is, is that? He's I mean, like, like, he's <laughs> like brains, you know, I don't know how I mean, it came up last night. Honest to God, I don't even know how it came up last night. I remember but how I watched it. <laughs> it's all of a sudden, all of a sudden, it came up, and we don't want. You wouldn't fight Mahomes. You wouldn't fight. <laughs> yeah. um, no, I, I said I, I wouldn't fight any. I wouldn't fight any NFL player. Those are elite. Player. I wouldn't what, fight. Well, he's an NFL player, so if you wouldn't you, fight any no, NFL player, no. Once, once, like once his name came up, I was like, "Ooh, right, maybe yeah. I think I could fight Tom Brady. I think I could win this." You just fight. want the money. You uh, want you, you want said the you only well, wanted, you no, only this is this is a pride thing fight. at this point. No, I'll tell Ray you guys right now. to fight him for pride. No, no, no. Listen to this. He right. wants to fight him because he left the Patriots. That's no, no. I'm going to tell you. No, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is all about the money. Now we, now we know. Okay. I'll tell you now what, guys. It's the money. If, it's the pay-per-view. <laughs> if you see if you see at real advertisement out there, Ray Route versus Tom Brady for a boxing match, just know, unsubscribe from the Patreon because you'll never see my ass again. I'm going to go collect my millions and I'm going to be, I'm going to be retired on a beach somewhere where Wi-Fi doesn't exist. And I'm just going to be like fucking Tahiti, man. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere, somewhere, but you'll never see my ass in cold Canada again. I'm going to be in some remote location. Move right down to Tampa. Oh, to Tampa. (laughs) Sarasota's better. Sarasota's better. That's where I'm from. Yeah. Well, I was, 
a ri- prior to this whole pandemic thing happening we were looking for work in uh in tampa because i fell in well i fell in love with tarpon springs but i don't want to live in tarpon springs it seems like a nice place to go right um but we were looking like the dunedin area because it's it's nice it's quaint yeah you know what i mean it's quiet but you're like half an hour from Tampa, so for work and that kind of shit, like it was a it was a thing. Uh, it, believe it or not, it's a pain in the ass for a Canadian to move and get like work in the states and stuff. Like it's a. Uh... I will tell you what, Ray. You would hate our 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 Augusts. That's what people tell me. People yeah. tell me that it's hot as shit down here. It's like a fu- it's like a sauna. It's like a sauna all day long. Just so everybody knows, t- Lawrence is here. But payback's a All bitch. Right. Payback's a bitch. <laughs> You're gonna... Bring him on, man. Bring yeah. On. Okay. We're gonna play the game that we played last night with the in out, in out, in out. <laughs> Lawrence, what's going I on? Can, I, just... I, I can go back doing dishes. It's all good. I just told everybody. <laughs> I said, I, it's I, funny I got how too, right? I, Lawrence, I got in there too, brother. I, Lawrence. I, I go too. Yeah, we Lawrence, you're off. one of the you're one of the first ones here every week. And the night we're doing Patriots Colts, you start ducking out late. Eh? You start all of a sudden you're just ducking the boys. <laughs> Because no, I don't have, I, I don't was, have to I was doing here. dishes and then realized, oh crap, I was supposed to be there. I thought I had plenty of time left, and I looked at the time. And was like, oh shit. Yeah, like he, <laughs> he, I don't even have to be here. Mike's just ready to go off on you. He, he's what he told me. He, he me all <laughs> yeah, day. I'm ready to go. He's like, Lawrence, better watch out tonight We're because I'm gonna. Ready. Oh my god. He's like, I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get him. So, it's gonna say some <laughs> I, hi I to I the sent boys. Lawrence a tweet t- today. It, Lawrence got my third tweet on my new handle. Yeah, I saw that. What do you guys think of Texas? Is tech what I enjoy? Texas? Um, depends yeah, upon what part. Great the sun. There too. It's, if you're if you go West Texas, man, I'm telling you what, the sun comes down on you like a solar panel. Yeah, you. you I got family. I got you family don't, out You there. don't want the panhandle. No. No, you don't want the panhandle. You don't hot. want the panhandle. Is it hot? Is mm-hmm. it hot there? Is that? Oh yeah. oh yeah, we're talking. Yeah, like, we're talking uh, like hundreds of degrees. Hundreds. We're talking. That, it's it's basically looking. Arizona. <laughs> it, can, yeah. it can come down 114 degrees, 115 mm-hmm. sometimes in the thing, and it's it, you can't hide from it unless you go inside. Oh, now shit. you can go golf side. Golf side would be pretty nice. Okay. Right. Corpus Christi, da- uh, like mm-hmm. like Dallas and past there are really are really like green. Um, over in the Dallas area and stuff like that, that's real great. It still can, can get warm over there and and cool. I mean, it can it can get up in northern Dallas over there, and it can snow up over there too. But um, now, now over I, on that, the other side, I do just, have some, it's a desert. I do have some oceanfront property in Arizona. I can sell you. <laughs> <laughs> I still uh, got well, western, you know what? Though, if I you still have... got Western Texas property, Western Texas property. I, it's farmland, but if you want to buy it, man. Hold on, though, Lawrence. But Lawrence, you have oceanfront. I'll tell you what. Can we do a trade? I got this bridge over here. <laughs> oh yeah, well, and I'll Lake trade Kavasu. you the I'll Lake Kavasu City bridge. in uh, Nevada has actually got the London Bridge. So I mean, if you're from that part of the the world, yeah, <laughs> you, you know, okay, then we can we can talk here. But when I was a kid, my dad told me like I was scared. Of, I've always been scared of flying, and we were on a plane. And my dad was telling me the story, but when he went to Vegas, he goes, the he was telling me, he goes, the the gears wouldn't come down. He said, so we had to land in the ocean. And I believed him forever until I got like 16. And I was like, wait a minute. I'm like, Vegas is in the desert. I'm like, how did you <laughs> land in the ocean? 
<laughs> All right, Lawrence, we got a we got a chat question for you here. If the Colts lose, do they hang a participation banner again? <sighs> no, because this is a season game. It has nothing to do with anything else. They wouldn't hang a banner if they won this game. Good man. <laughs> they oh, might not the bills. They're not like the bills. like like if this was week eighteen and it, and it, and it had to do with whether or not the Colts won the division, you know, and then and they won the division, they would hang a banner because that's a, wow. an accomplishment. Because they they hanged a banner for every division win. Every division, they have all these just straight division wins. Whenever they get so far into play, it's it's something that when when the team when when you got a new team that's not used to winning and they walk into to a complex and they see a whole bunch of stuff, you know, uh, that's something, a goal that they could go for multiple goals. Cause 90, not like 90% of the NFL teams don't walk in and they're, and they, and their realistic goal is I'm winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, we're not talking about the Patriots here. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, to be 40, fair, 45, I mean, that's kind of the expectation in Pittsburgh, too. I mean, that, yeah. I mean that's like, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pittsburgh goes into every season. It's Super Bowl or bust, basically, right? And that's, that's a lot of the Patriots. What did you think? Actually, I want to talk to you. What did you think about uh, me? Um, who came out? Was it Joe Green that came out the other day and said it was the saddest he's ever been as uh, watching the Pittsburgh Steelers? Someone just came out and said that. Who was it? Uh, well, I know Joe Green was talking about how he wants to see Big Ben back for 2022. Oh, so well, maybe maybe his his really? opinion doesn't count then. So Joe Green, yeah. so Joe Green made Joe up there the saddest Steelers fan this year. <laughs> Pretty, well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, this, you know, look. My my thing with that is I think they're they're kind of backed into a corner at this point too. I mean, uh, what are you going to do? You're going to hope that uh, Kenny Pickett falls to you. You're going to trade up to get a quarterback, a rookie quarterback. I mean, what are we going to do here? That's not how Pittsburgh typically does stuff. Um, now, granted, the times have kind of changed, and you're seeing them kind of try to modernize their approach with with uh, personnel. And, and how they with acquisitions and things of that nature. But, uh, you know, I, I just don't, you know, what what's your option there? They're going to have like 42, I think it was 42 or 46 million in cap next year projected as it is right now. So, I mean, what do you do in that situation? Because we all know Mason Rudolph ain't the answer. I mean, they're not playing Dwayne Haskins for reasons. Uh, I mean, you know, uh, they're seeing something that they're not, wanting to give that kid a, a shot uh so i i would really be sad if they didn't just move on uh at the end of the year but uh what what's your what's your option there Do we yeah and it, it's the... supposed to be a brutal quarterback class right like yeah. i mean that's because yeah, i'm looking is. at kenny pickett who he kind of had like a joe burrow year minus the national championship and all that stuff but like wow, it's pit, so. yeah and he was just like he was a guy who suddenly kind of had his you know meteor you know had his rise however because the class is so weak like i wonder where he would have been he would have been more like a kellen mond in this year's draft you know what i mean like maybe right. uh 
right. mid round a higher second round pick like he they wouldn't be discussing him as a first round this kid literally could go in the top 10 because it's the the, the competition just isn't there for the quarterback spot right. True. too many teams reach for quarterbacks it's disgusting yeah, i agree i think he's a low first round <laughs> San <pick>. Francisco. <clears throat> sorry sorry my bad well so mike larry says why are experts never mentioned the falling off the cliff with big ben um would it be fair and i'm not even trying to criticize him but would it be because actually i I actually like ben like you guys know that but would it be fair to say because it's just been so drastic that there's no reason to pile like there's the conversation with brady like he's going to fall off the cliff that's where that whole thing comes from right where with ben it's like he he just kind of did one day right like he is that a fair assessment well, I mean, he can still drop dimes. Yeah. You can see that he can clearly still throw the football, but everything else, and I think the biggest problem with the entire Roethlisberger situation is and has been uh, holding the damn team cap room hostage for for that amount of time. I mean, I, I think they personally should have moved on uh, in 2018, uh, 2019. Uh I, I really think you know they should have sat him down and said, "Hey, look, you know, look." Uh, because I mean, that, that's just not a formula for success when you're paying a quarterback that kind of money, who's really, I mean, not not to say he's a bad quarterback. I mean, he's better than. I'd rather have him on my team than Cam Newton. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that's not really saying a whole hell of a lot either. Um, but he can still drop dimes. It's just everything else, and I think there's a lot of other issues like during i've seen him do this repeatedly this year where it's like he's not letting matt canada call his offense he's out there trying to call bruce arian's offense and it's like well then you want to have people blame matt canada for running a crappy offense and saying well then why does ben feel like he needs to step in and call you know run it up the gut throw a bomb run it up the gut throw a bomb i mean that's what he wants to do but that's not how Canada – that's not Canada's – he runs the outside zone scheme. And we're just not seeing that in Pittsburgh. So – and then you also look at uh, how many how many offensive coordinators has Big Ben run out of town? Because, you, you know, you're a franchise quarterback, right? And we all know in today's league, you know, that's, a, that's an integral piece to any – because of the way the game is played today, you need that guy. But, but under center to be able to 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 make plays for you um and it's like he's kind of really taken advantage of that to to a degree that is is not team friendly that's that's what i'll say about the ben and how i feel about that situation well speaking of a a, a guy who's maybe not team friendly and i'm not sure how this became the uh, pittsburgh steelers show uh on my colts patriots preview <laughs> However, Edward says, you know that uh, Aaron Crymore <laughs> Rogers is going to be the Steelers quarterback next season. New. No. No. We were talking about the, the uh, couple a couple quarterbacks that uh, you know that might be for Pitt- Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. We were talking about uh, Gardner Min- Minshew. But I don't oh, think Philly. Him. I don't think Philly's going to give him up. I yeah. think he's going to be yeah. their starter. Okay. Okay, but I still think Ryan Fitzpatrick could be a no, good stopgap. No, 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 no way. Yep. The way no. they're running the football, no way. I think I think he could be a good stopgap. Yep. For okay. who? For what? 
for Steelers. Oh my god, this sounds like the conversations we were having after Brady. Like, well, we could bring in oh Gardner Minshew, <laughs> could bring in Ryan Fitzpatrick. Well, yeah, Gardner Minshew's Minshew better. Gardner Minshew's better than what his rap gives him. Right? Oh, because I love. He was, I love he was on that shitty ass Jaguar. I team. love Gardner. I was one. Of I the, did too. I got slaughtered in the I, comments because I, I wanted yeah, the um, Patriots to trade for Mi- Gardner Minshew. Mi- like that Minshew was mania, man. Mm-hmm. Like I, I said okay. It. I uh, I remember like I got slaughtered in the comments because I was like I don't want Cam Newton when this was before they resigned him last year before they cut him or before they resigned him this year and I was like I would rather I'm like you can get Gardner probably for like a third round pick I'd rather them give up a third round pick which only would have been Ronnie Perkins who hasn't played yet this year we could get Gardner Minshew as the stop st- the stopgap between you know this and the next young quarterback or if Gardner works. You know, you do it, but yeah, no, Patriot fans got really mad. I'm waiting. Patriot fans also got really mad at me, too, when I wouldn't give up a first round pick for Julio Jones. So, you know, <laughs> I'm waiting on Philly to put first. A, I'm waiting on Philly to first. Watch, watch Philly put up a statue of Gardner Minshew. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, and then, and then when, when the Titans burn us all in a couple weeks, okay, when the Titans get healthy and burn down the AFC, okay. Everybody's going to go, wow, Titans made a good trade waiting for Julio to get healthy in the playoffs, didn't they? When the AJ, you, you, mean Bowl, when, you mean when A.J. Brown and Derrick Henry are just balling out for their team and Julio Jones is just a passenger <laughs> Der- along the way? Derrick yeah. Henry. <laughs> Listen, get he's the second best running back in the conference, okay? Julio he's Jones? not even that great anymore. Julio no, Jones? The second best <laughs> no, running back? No, no, no. I'm talking about Der- Derrick Henry. Oh Jesus! I, I would definitely take uh, Minshew though. I like his. Uh, I like his fire. I, I, I tell you another guy I like who I think gets bagged on way too much. Uh, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, we were talking about Cousins Kirk, too. Kirk Cousins. I mean, is the most underrated, hated quarterback. I don't even know how to label it, but like, here's what I always say to people: It's even the same with Big Ben right now. You can't get mad at somebody for getting paid. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, if somebody said that, we well, uh, I get it. It's... You just hit a wire there, right? Yeah. No, heard okay. the man. All right. no, 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 no. All right. Yeah. But let's let's look at it from a total separate yourself from your frustration with Big Ben, right? And and I know he's handicapped your team, but Pittsburgh didn't have to give him that money. You know what I mean? That's they could have said no, problem, Ben. Yeah. No, Ben. No. Yep. Right. But they said, okay, Ben, if that's what you want, here's the check. You know, and, and now they've handcuffed it. I say that all the time. Like if someone came to me and said, do you want $20 million? I wouldn't be like, no, you know what? Give five to Lawrence. Like, no, yeah, yeah. Give me 20. You know what I mean? Like I'll, I'll take it. So, um, yeah, no, but I think Kirk cousins got slammed for his contract. Minnesota. He's definitely not the problem. Minnesota this year. No, he's not. Like, no, I, I like Kirk. I don't think he's a, like in the top five quarterback, but I think you put him on a team like Pittsburgh. Absolutely. I could just see him game. Man- and I don't have problems with game managers. You know what I mean? I think you can be a very good game managing quarterback that wins Super Bowls. Like, I, I really feel that way. Mm-hmm. No good game managers ever won a Super Bowl. I don't know what you're talking about. Are you, okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sarcasm. <laughs> I could cut the sarcasm with a K bar right now. That's 
my boy Charm City player Brandon Ace, Ravens fan, says that uh, Kirk Cousins will be perf- is perfect for the Broncos. I think that Kirk time. Cousins is perfect for a lot of teams, to be honest with you. I think yeah, he could Kirk run Cousins the is all perfect. He could run the teams, Patriots yeah. offense. I could see him running the Broncos offense. I could see him running the Steelers offense. Like I think he could fit in a lot of different places. Yeah, Carolina. No, I, I think Minnesota and the Broncos offense are both very similar anyhow. Yeah. The way they're played, the the type of players they have, where their skill sets are, all that. Aren't they both offshoots of Gary Kubiak? Pretty much. Yeah, yeah I think so, pretty yeah. much. That's that's yeah. what you're that's what you're seeing with both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, even though uh, you've seen that in um, Cincinnati, but they have their own problems there. I, and I think uh, that's kind of an interesting point because uh, Zimmer, you know, he's he's a he's a he's a guy, right? But uh, I think the the if you look at Cincinnati and how that team has changed, um. I think a lot of that has to do with Mike Brown uh, and how they're handling things differently down there now. They're they're starting to kind of uh, spending money. Well, not only that, but I I think they're 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 actually doing more things like Pittsburgh used to do there than Pittsburgh is doing now. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of an interesting. Well, the one the one thing I'll give them credit for is they asked Joe Burrow who he wanted in the draft this year. So they gave some agency to their their number one draft pick quarterback. And he yeah. said, I want, I want my receiver. Yeah. 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 And it, it's going to be a good combination. But next year, if he says, I want my, I want my other receiver, now, I would, I would say, fuck you. you. You're getting an offensive lineman. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> we gave you Jamar. Now you're getting a lineman. It's exactly how I would say it. I mean, he's got he's got weapons. Well, he got to throw to. Moss too, so he's got his his, his other guy there. Yeah, and, and KOG, I got man. you. He's got Higgins too, so shit. <laughs> KOG, yeah. I got you. I got you. I got your question. No, we'll get I... to it in a second. No, guys, go ahead. Sorry, I was just telling like somebody. I was trying to not to get a spam. Here. No, go ahead and pop. No, pop I, I. All right. No, go ahead, Mikey. Th- go this ahead. just hits a nerve. <laughs> Did you mute Hello? it? Hello? No, you guys you guys keep right you guys keep you guys keep breaking up but my internet's being a little squirrely. Hold on guys, guys. No, I just said that no Mike, Mike, stop. Sorry. <laughs> Live from the islands. After a day in the sun from Antigua. Look at this uh, man here. Right. I'm actually at dinner, guys. I can't talk right now, but I'm just listening oh. and talking. Oh, you're just, you're here. Oh. We're on we're on YouTube, bud. Ross live. <laughs> I love how he's like. We just, oh, we, just we just got. I'm not gonna up. talk to I'm not gonna talk to my wife. I'm gonna come listen to the guys on Patreon. <laughs> Sunday, he was uh, before they shipped out. Before they were still in port. Oh my God, he was he was at the bargain lit and it was hilarious it was it was fun i would love nothing more i would love nothing more than a drink with ross i think that would be a fun fun day (laughs) pretty sure he offered that to you already once (laughs) (laughs) do you want me to go on my rant again (laughs) how your guy's president wouldn't let me into the country hey ain't my president (laughs) okay he's the president of the united states and you're in the united states so he's your president and at this point in time your president 
it was the first time ever that Canada was like, no, let us in. And the U.S. like, no, no, you stay the fuck over there. Ruined my whole trip. Ruined my whole trip. I was supposed to go the end of November. Can we not sure. talk about the COVID? We're not. I'm talking about I'm talking about not being able to go to Boston yeah. and go hang out with, with all my with, internet friends. Yep. All right. KOG wants to know, Ray, what's your thoughts on Stevenson having to be the main backup tomorrow night? We already kind of addressed this the last time that he was, uh, that Damian Harris went out was the breakout game for uh, for Ramondre Stevenson. But I'll ask Lawrence, how do you feel about having to go up Ramondre Stevenson who's just going to fucking run all over your Colts defense tomorrow and just make no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. I would rather Damian Harris be the main back than Ramondre Stevenson. That's good news, boys. That's good news. I'm just straight up honest. That's Colts good are, news. Colts are a lot better against speed backs than you know the big power backs and stevenson's a big power back so yeah but it'll be interesting it'll uh, i don't know how much it changes the colts defense tomorrow but you know we'll see didn't they list uh stewart as question questionable questionable yeah that, that gives me concern with a, with a power back well we got we also have um another defensive tackle that's really stepped up uh, over the last, I don't know, six games. Uh, he came over with uh, uh, DeForest Buckner. We, we, after we traded for DeForest Buckner, like literally like three days later, uh, we, we signed uh, Stallworth from the Niners. So, and he's been doing really, really good. So. <laughs> My boy Brandon says, "What do you what do you think it'll take for the Patriots to be a Super Bowl contender for next season?" Obviously, there's no faith in them this season, because wow. I neither neither do I, Brandon. So it's okay um, for next season because I think they're a playoff team, but not a Super Bowl contender just yet. Next season, boys, what's it? What 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 what's it going to take for the Patriots? I have an idea, but I'm going to drop it to to the other pa- Patriot fans in here to uh, give their opinion first. Maybe Mike. Maybe, maybe, maybe my co-host Mike can come up with a good. All right. Take. Um, man. So I was thinking about this today, in in the quote-unquote off-season losses that we could potentially have. I think the offense is fine. I think people underrate our wide receivers. I think if we hold on to Myers, we'll be okay. Uh, I think the defense is where we're actually going to need a lot of work to stay kind of where we're at. Next season, the Patriots could look at losing Hightower, McCourty, uh, Collins. You know, you know, the list goes on on that side of the ball. They're going to need to get some power players at defense to stay right about where they're at. Um, and honestly, if we're looking at offensive side of the football, you, you guys aren't going to like it. But I was thinking about it today. You could see Bill Belichick take one of his trademark big fat guys for the offensive line in the offseason to shore up that running game and that offensive line because you're looking at having Trent Brown, Isaiah Wynn on one-year deals, uh, Jack Mason's getting old, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah, yeah, that's what I think it's going to take. I think you're going to need to keep, replace some of your key players on uh, defense and – 
keep up with that offensive line. It's not good. It's not going to sound fun for those people who think we need to draft a wide receiver for the eighth year in a row, but yeah. And that was what I was going to kind of say is like, you know, the, obviously when you said that I'm sitting there thinking, well, a lot of people might say that they just need that can opener on the outside. You know what I mean? Um, but mm-hmm. you know, with, the, with Mac Jones, you know, how, how, how practical is that really going to be? So I I, I, that's, I think that's a pretty good analysis. So I'll answer that separately. Mac Jones can throw deep, and people have somehow forgotten about it because yep. the Patriots haven't asked him to throw deep this year. And after last game specifically, they can get him an outside-the-numbers guy, and he will flourish. But it doesn't have to be a first-round guy. All right, so we got a special question here, right, just for Lawrence from uh, our boy Ross. Colts Law, will the Colts ever beat the Titans? They beat him in November last year. Well, I wish Ross wasn't eating dinner because he would just start talking smack back. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the, Col- the Colts hold the overall against the Titans like it's something like 36 to 12. I mean, that's that's the overall rankings between the Colts and the Titans all Come on now. Andrew Luck was 11 and 0 against the stupid guys. I, the, the Colts have had their fair share against them. <laughs> all I keep hearing is we can't beat the Titans. So it's, no. it's all it's, it's all no, I keep we hearing. Won't, we won't no, be able the, to. The Colts well, the Colts, the Colts should have beat them last time. Should have last game. Yeah, I know. Should have could have. <laughs> Colts will beat yeah. them again. It, you know what? If we that's what you're going to be saying in, Sunday. That's what you're going to be saying to, Sunday. If we have to face him in the playoffs, we'll smoke him and put him in the behind the shed too. Oh look! <laughs> look at this guy! Look oh. at this guy! Yeah. It, it's amazing! It's amazing the difference between the conversation on the Colts Law podcast and the Talking Football with Ray podcast. So like I told you, yeah, I know. I just did an hour with Lawrence. Like I told Lawrence that I'm like, if this isn't what you guys are gonna get if you come over to my podcast, <laughs> I'm like, this yeah. is just. I'm just like the drunk guy at the bar that likes to have fun. You know, our boy Chilltown Major says, well, I think the Patriots and Buccaneers are in the playoffs. It would not surprise me if that's the Super Bowl matchup. And that's the Super Bowl matchup that everybody wants, right? Yep, absolutely. Uh, and I was thinking about that last night, and I'm thinking that would be like that, – that would almost be just too, like, cliche. Like, And, and you know, then, then that's like the Super Bowl matchup that not everybody wants, I think. But I think that's the Super Bowl matchup that – TV wants. That's actually what I meant. I didn't even mean to say the media that's wants. the match yeah. that the media yeah. wants, right? That's because that's yeah. the story. That would be the that right. that's the story everybody wants. Brady versus Belichick. You know, yeah. who was responsible? It'll all get settled in one game because one game is going to define 20 years together, right? How, like it's yeah, yeah. How much would it devastate Brady's legacy though to not only lose to Bill Belichick, but lose to a rookie Mac Jones in the Super Honestly, Bowl? not at all. Not at all. No, no, it, it would absolutely devastate his legacy. This is a better talking point. Thank you. Well, okay. <laughs> 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 all right. All right. All right. Let's, let's let's put it this way. Let's put it this way. I think that when it comes to legacies, it all depends on how you look at legacy. 
Is it going to be the fucking Twitter legacy who dismisses Joe Montana, one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game? Or is it going to be the real legacy, which is when normal people talk about football? Because normal people that I talk to when they talk about football (laughs) do not sit there and say, oh, fucking Bill Belichick's nothing without Tom Brady. Look at his record. Or, oh, Tom Brady. They don't say that. They're just like, yo, that was one of the greatest combinations in the fucking NFL ever 20 years together six Super Bowl championships nine appearances that's what normal people say the social media world has changed legacies um god you want to know what go read one of the responses one of my tweets when I say something nice about Peyton Manning you know what I mean like or when I say something nice about Andrew Luck or Lawrence put a thing out today because I don't know. Lawrence like was so like cordial to me on his channel. Then he goes and he's like, Oh, I keep hearing about how the Patriots punched the bills in the face. We took them out to the woodshed. What's the first response I see when the Patriots just slapped them. They only scored 14 points. Like that's what social media has done. You know what I mean? It's, it's stopped rational conversation about shit. Yeah. I can count on one hand people that I have rational Lawrence and I fight on social media and it's like in, in group chats, not publicly, but Lawrence and I have had arguments on social media. Mm-hmm. And I think a, one of the problems with social media is there, you can't hear tone. You know right. what I mean? Like there's no right. tone. You just see words. Number two. And I've said this, that the, the debates I hate are player versus player, right? Brady versus Rogers, Manning Ugh. versus Ro- Brady, because somebody always has to get trashed in order to support your argument on the other one that we don't have those. We used to be able to argue who's better. Now we argue who's good and who's shit. Like that's the, the, the art in social media has changed legacy. So would he get killed on Twitter? Not as hard as Belichick will get killed. If Brady wins the Super Bowl. Belichick will be a useless coach. If he loses the Super Bowl to Tom Brady, I told you the every will turn around and say, told you it was all Brady, right? Because if you talk to the typical social media Patriots fan, Tom Brady is responsible for six Super Bowl championships in New England, and Bill Belichick is responsible for three losses, right? That's the way social media identifies the Patriots. So when it comes to legacy, it all depends what legacy you're talking about. I'm starting to think that the Patriots and the Titans are getting themselves one heck of a a rivalry going because something you were talking about Twitter earlier, that, that same post that I did that you talked about, uh, the the host of the Tighten Up podcast, he uh, he posted on there and he says, I hope Taylor runs wild on the Patriots. And I'm like, that is weird because he's never said anything nice about the Colts. There, there's and been now, a little something brewing but, but, for the last couple yeah. of years. Yeah. No, but weird. Right, right now, too, though, it's the AFC as well, right? Yeah. There's still that AFC. Yeah. I remember you and I having that discussion a couple of weeks ago. Are you a Titans fan or a Patriots fan? You know what I mean? Like in that game, right? Like as a Colts mm-hmm. fan, you were cheering for the Patriots. You weren't cheering for the Patriots, but you were cheering for a win. You know what I mean? You were cheering for a Patriots win. I think that's right now it's better for the Titans if the Patriots lose. Um, Brandon says, I don't think the Titans are healthy. They're, uh, I think when the Titans are healthy, they're a dangerous team, which scares me. Oh, I think yeah. when the Titans are healthy, they're the Super Bowl favorites. And I've said that yeah. I've been, I've been consistent on that as mm-hmm. good as the Colts have looked as good as the Patriots have looked. Look what they're able to do without their top three offensive players. And that defense mm-hmm. is no joke. That, that defense is no joke at all. Right. And when Derrick Henry's gonna be back for the playoffs, they're gonna win the con. They're gonna win the division unless something really 
there's just a total collapse the next four weeks. And it's, it's, they might don't, I think, is it one win? They because with the tiebreakers, is it one more win and they got it wrapped up? Is that pretty much it? I think it's one more the, win, right? The, for, for the South? Yeah. Yeah. One more win, they locked the South because then the Colts can't catch them because of tiebreakers yeah. and stuff. Yep. So, they almost got it locked up. So they're going to have at least they're probably going to have a home game at some point and uh, at the start mm-hmm. of the playoffs. And they could be doing that with Derrick Henry and A.J. Brown and Julio Jones on the field. Yeah, I see them coming out of uh, Pittsburgh with a with a with a dub. Absolutely. That defense is just is nasty. Uh, and we talked yeah. about this on on Law Dogs stream. Um, you know, uh, Autry, I think, was the steal of the, the, mm-hmm. the, the steal of the offseason for that team. I'm not, I'm not, I'm fading Dupree on that a little bit, but Autry has been, and he's benefited from being around some other good players, but he's like the X factor on that defense right now. Let's also not forget that Bud Dupree spent some time on the IR this year too. You know what I mean? So they've missed some big names. Mm -hmm. Well, I was saying this on in Lawrence's Lawrence's channel the other night too. Mike Vrabel is not afraid to go anywhere and coach against anybody in any environment and that is a big factor for this team they don't care if they go into gillette they don't care if they go into arrowhead no fear mike rabel is is, and that's something i respect about him the physicality that he demands from his players and the mental toughness is is on like the same level as Belichick. Anything that Belichick can offer, they came in here a couple weeks ago, injured as hell, and, and if it wasn't for you know two plays by the defense, they they would have been right there, right with with their backup players. It, it's astounding, actually. Isn't it weird that all these former coaches for Belichick? They go out and they coach and they fail miserably. You get a former player who bought into the system, goes out, becomes a coach, and he's like stud. Well, yeah, he because... was an assistant coach for Ohio State, and and then he was a coach for Houston, and then he that's how he moved moved up in the ranks. Yep. I think though that there's a, a difference too in. We had this conversation the other night about failed coaches, right? Failed players who become coaches and then and then good players who become coaches. And yeah. And I think it's one thing to live the Patriots way as a coach and then try to become a coach somewhere else, where it's a whole nother to live the Patriots way as a player and then go mm-hmm. coach. Because you're almost to me, like with Mike Vrabel, you're almost putting a player expectation. Hey, I put this kind of work in. That's how I won championships. You know what I mean? Like it's it's different, Thomas. What do you think? You're awfully quiet up there. I know it's I know it's the middle of the night for you, but what what do you think? Oh, it's uh, about Rabel. Yeah, why oh, is Rabel such a good yeah. coach? Yeah, because he's uh, uh, like like I said, he's a pay, he's like the Patriots way, and he's doing like all those. Uh, um, you got to work hard. Uh, you got to be tough. Uh, no excuses. All that stuff, and then then he's executing it on his players and they go out, they buy into him. He's a leader, you know, he learned how to be a leader and his people, uh, his team follows him and that's why they are so dangerous, you know, and they see it works, you know, and we see it works without the big weapons, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. 
Um, that one guy who's in the chat, you're arguing. I don't know who you're arguing with. You seem to be arguing with yourself. So relax, kid. Um, <laughs> well, hey, can we, another thing? Can we put up like a picture of Mike Brabel's chin? I, I can, yeah. Okay, can, can I'm uh, gonna look at look at the jaw on this dude. I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, this guy, he's a, he's a beast. He's got the mentality. He's got everything. And I agree. I agree 100 percent. Uh, with with Lawrence, what Lawrence said, uh, you've got you know him coming out of that system as a player, as, as a, a dude, player. and and learning how to do this from the ground up, mm-hmm. and so that gives you uh, the advantage of knowing and having had the player experience. That cannot be understated. I mean, yeah, yep. look, look at this dude. This, Let me this see guy. If I get a, see if mm-hmm. I get a better close up of that. Joe just has a has a man crush on on the Vrabes. Hey man, oh, it, I know. He's, he's, he's I'm a not good looking dude at all, man. I he's mean, he's a like, good looking guy, man. I'm gonna see if I can get a better shot. Of course, this is one without a picture. I cut I. Yeah, he's got a mug on him, man. <laughs> I mean, this, this dude's <laughs> like, you know. He's a good looking cat. I'm gonna tell I you. Mean, do you, you want to see that head coming at you? You know. In a in a forty mile an hour collision, I mean, let let's go. Come on, um, but I mean, on top, like like so, like I said, it's the same. It's the same kind of thing, um, and I like the idea, also, of not necessarily promoting okay, companies who promote from within. It's that same kind of concept. You learn the thing from the ground up, and then you take it to the next level. That's and that and I think that is what makes the best coaches uh, in, in that in that regard because you know it from the ground up. You understand what the players are going through. <laughs> you understand what they've had to go through. But, uh, you know, and, and so I, I just think that's a, that's a better formula for success than, say, promoting a guy at the NFL ranks like Urban Meyer. I wasn't going to say anything. It was in the chat, but then you brought it up, so now I got to say something. Hey, he said it's all nothing. I know, I know. Don't uh, make, listen, listen. There's, I'm not, I'm there's one being... guy you can't fuck with, and you can't fuck with Chevy. Chevy's I'm my not, boy. I'm not, I'm not messing yeah, with. Yeah, I love Chevy. I'm just Chevy's saying... done more for this channel than anybody ever. I'm just gonna say something, okay? So when you when you was talking about earlier about um, Blunt. I'm more upset over the Jonas Gray situation more than I am Blunt. At least Blunt had a somewhat okay career afterwards. You know, Jonas yeah. Gray disappeared off the face of the earth. But the Colts, the Colts ain't the same team they were back in those days. They are an incredibly physical team now. You don't even you know? know what you just segued for. <laughs> because I got a tweet sent at me today, which I actually tried to ignore because I didn't even want to get into this. But now you forced me upon it. Michael or uh, Lawrence. So Michael over there tweets at me with Damien Harrison active and JJ Taylor out due to COVID. Randy, yeah, the Pats are going to need to break glass in uh, case of emergency on this one. BB, give Jonas Gray a call. You see the at at the end of that, right? You see, so yes. I saw that. Yes, I yes Mike. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the tweet that he he said he was trolling me on earlier, and I said I saw it. <laughs> uh, he then quote tweeted that and said he needs my take on this. Mm. So, 
Yeah, we're get we're getting ready. Don't worry, he's coming tomorrow. I the think he was time... spotted at TF Green Airport. Oh, he's not a Logan. Oh no, yeah, no, no, no. they fly they fly people into he's Providence coming. now, so they don't he's get going to seen. Providence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he's got to go to Indy. The team's already in Indianapolis. Oh no, they got to fly same day now, right? Yeah, they yeah. fly same day. Mm-hmm. The only the only way that would that that something would be worse than Jonas Gray, Gray coming back and and running like two hundred yards against us would be like if today the Colts made a seventh round pick trade for Nikhil Harry and then tomorrow he, Nikhil Harry has two hundred yards and three touchdowns against you guys that would be the only way that that would be equal. <laughs> Honestly, we, most Patriots fans would probably just accept it. Did you not see him? <laughs> Listen, I, I, I defended Nikhil Harry for almost three years. I took heat here. I took heat on Twitter. I took heat in my real life. I took heat about Nikhil Harry because I was like, "No, Nikhil's give Nikhil a chance." And when he fielded that punt with his face against Buffalo and <laughs> caused the touchdown, I I tweeted out, I was wrong. All right, you guys win. We could have had DK. You know, because I just because I, I was so sick and we could have DK, we could have Debo, we could have and I finally had to say. Yeah, we could have had DK because <laughs> I can't do it anymore. Nikhil, I cannot do it anymore. If you're watching, I, I no, you're watching. Nikhil, if you're watching, <laughs> I got to do this. Since you're watching, I got to do this, guys. I got to go. <laughs> Nikhil, since you're watching, three years, man. Three years I took an ass kicking defending you. And you go up against Buffalo. And feel the fucking punt with your face. You know, Dude. like, I just, I can't do it anymore. I can't Dude, do it anymore. you got a sweet ball from Brian Hoyer in garbage time, okay? I can't do it anymore. They should trade. I... Buffalo should trade. Trade for him, man. He, he gets good touchdowns for, for them. Hey, Ed, you're, you're, you're half right, Ed, uh, on the, uh, on the uh, T.Y. Hilton. Jack Doyle was on that team as well. I love Jack Doyle. I love Jack Doyle so, so much. I. I wanted... The pay like I remember like when the Colts had like twelve tight ends for whatever reason they're all effective <laughs> tight ends. I was like I just wanted the Patriots to trade for Jack Doyle. So and there was rumors that the Colts might be open to to trading him. Mm. And I was like Bill, I just he's like he's like the he's that tip like that lunch pail tight end who's just gonna sure. come in and do everything you need him to do. I just, I love Jack Doyle so much. He kind of reminds me of uh, another guy, uh, another dude, Heath Miller. Yeah. Yes. He's yes. Not yes. Quite the same. He's not quite built the same, but uh, I think there's a lot of similarities between those two. No. Yeah. No. No. That's a great comparison. I used to like. Um, I don't know what happened to him. I hope I don't upset you. I seem to just be pissing you off tonight, but I liked Jesse James. I like. I, I loved did too. The way he played. I did too. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He, he reminded me of great. that. Uh, I, mean, I, I liked him better than Ebron. Yeah, <laughs> crying out loud. I mean, <laughs> Andrew Luck made him, and then done. 
He won me. No, he's not your problem anymore, buddy. Ebron okay. won. Ebron won me my first fantasy championship because of just some baller out game. When like they took away Ty and took everybody off the field, and Andrew Luck just fed him touchdown after touchdown after mm-hmm. touchdown pass. Well, I mean, look when we we paid um what was his name, Dwayne uh who was the tight end that we that we took from that we got off of Indy after Dwayne Allen Dwayne, Dwayne, Dwayne Allen, Allen paid him yeah. a boatload to be the best yep. run blocking tight end in the NFL. No, we didn't yeah, pay shit. him. We didn't pay him. What are you talking? No, 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 no. What are you talking? We, we didn't, didn't pay, pay him. him at all. What are you talking about? We didn't pay him. We did not pay Dwayne Allen. We that's paid why Dwayne we got Allen. rid of him. No, we didn't. We paid Dwayne Allen. That's no, all Dwayne Allen was, though. He wasn't very good in the receiving game. He could block his ass off, but he couldn't. He couldn't. He couldn't. I'm catch pretty sure we got his contract. Well, we paid him what his contract was from the Colts, but we did not pay him anything more. We never. He was on the team. He was on the team in 2019, right? Yeah. We paid him 6.9 million dollars to fucking block. Yeah, but that was his contract from the Colts. We didn't give him any more money than the Colts were going to give him. No, that's the Patriots. This is their that, new contract. No. Yeah. This is Colts. his new his new contract. That wasn't a trade. That was a free agent signing. That was a free agent signing. Are Patriots you sure? Players... I thought we got him and Philip Dorsett off the, off a trade. Oh my god. No, we got Dorsett no, off the trade. That just... was for Brissett. Dwayne Allen yeah. was a free agent, dude. Mm-hmm. Eh. He's... Yeah. yeah. I'm looking at it right now. He was a free agent. Oh no, no, we did trade for him because was it a trade? I yeah, it, it was, was a for free him agent. and Philip Dorsett. Yes, but we still. Phillip. I'm looking at it right now. The Patriots still paid six point nine million in 2019, five million in 2018. Uh, yes, oh, no, sorry, three point nine. And, sorry, they lowered it. They got it down to three point nine in 2018, and then they went up from six point four to six point nine in 2019. They paid seven point three million uh, over. Or uh, sorry, they paid. Oh, uh, look at my math. They paid ten million in two years. Yeah, no, you got five million a year, basically. Yeah, no, they paid yeah, that, that's not that I wouldn't consider that paying some why some Shaq Mason is overpaid at five million according to some people or six million. So why would we pay well, up- he he wanted like he wanted like twelve million dollars before we fucking sent him off to Miami for three months and then he re- he retired. Shaq Mason? <laughs> no, Dwayne Allen. Oh, Dwayne Allen, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm saying though. People say that we overpaid Shaq Mason at six million. If we overpaid one of the best tight ends in the league for for or tight ends, uh, guards, yeah. guards, guards, he's not he'd be an awful tackle. His footwork is awful, but such a great interior. If we overpaid one of the you know one of the better, I won't say the best, but one of the better interior guards and in interior linemen in the league, then clearly five million for a blocking tight end is a huge overpay. Mm-hmm. What are they paying Henry this year? Uh, 12 and a half. Uh, him and yeah, so he was he was making half of Henry's money to do a quarter of what Henry does. I don't, I still don't understand why you guys looked at, at Dwayne Allen and was like, you know, he's got a 58% catch percentage. I need some of that. I think they, he was, yeah, I, I think, <laughs> I think they made it sound there. like he was, uh, he was somebody who was going to contribute in the passing game. I think he caught about three passes all in all of his time here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, kind of back to Ray's point too. I mean, uh, th- just to circle back a little bit, I think it w- with even with interior alignment, I think uh, footwork is still an essential skill. And I think one of the best measures, uh, and when you look at at uh, particularly now with uh, stretching the stretching the field uh, horizontally, it, the short shuttle is like one of the things I look at. 
when it comes to like the combine, even for interior linemen, uh, pulling different blocking schemes, particularly with the outside zone run. Uh, I still think that's an important skill for uh, interior linemen, not just tackles. I'm going to hold off on answering that because this crew here in particular is probably sick and tired of hearing my long 15 minutes <laughs> fucking explanations of the offensive line. I'm, I was an old lineman, but like, I just love the, I, I, I love what you went there. Cause I love the intricacies of the offensive line. When we start talking yeah. about footwork and movement and sliding and, and hips and this and that, but I can go on like these bill Belichick type, like fi- one time Thomas asked me a question saying like, when you're, when you were playing, what are you thinking? So I was a left guard for most of my career. I, I moved shift around a little bit of college, everything. I played left guard or, and he says, what are you thinking? And I went into this like 12 minute explanation of what I'm thinking <laughs> at the offensive line <laughs> before the ball is snapped. Yeah, but it was totally interesting. It was really good. So, but you, you find that kind of stuff interesting. Yeah. Other, other people are like, talk to me about, tell me about Mac Jones throwing the football. You know what I mean? No, not a lot of people enjoy. I'll make videos just for Thomas, just so I can do my whole thing. Gentlemen, I'm going to drop you out. Don't go anywhere. I just got to say goodbye to the YouTube crowd, but the party will continue over on Patreon. If you want to come hang out with us, you've got to be a part of the Patreon crew over at the Ray Route Patreon page, www.patreon.com slash DPN sports. Guys, it's Friday, so I am finished for the week here on Talking Football with Ray. Of course, you can find my stuff all weekend over on Newsbreak. And, of course, you can find my blogs all weekend over at DeanBlondell.com. You can also find the podcast. So if you want to listen to the audio before you, uh, you know, now that you watch the video, we want to re-listen to the audio, check it out there. Hey, guys, if you haven't already, man, make sure that you smash that like button, pound that subscribe key. Or uh, as my uh, my boss over at Dean Blundell, smash that subscribe button and uh, and hit that like button. Appreciate y'all for coming in here on Talking Football with Ray. I will see you on Monday. Thank you to my sponsors over at Newsbreak. Download the free Newsbreak app from the link I left in the description. Every time you guys download it, it helps out the channel, helps out the podcast, gives me a couple of bucks in my pocket. Make sure you do that. Thank you to Lawrence for coming in here and uh, and engaging in our conversation and thank you to all my patreon members who are here hanging out as well until next time guys i'll see you monday and remember you're all legit kid Jeff Woods and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all had. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com. To the Blue Hotel I wanna live at the Blue Hotel
podcast that goes everywhere the imagination dares. It's for the open-minded, the pleasure seeker. It's Jeff Woods with the new podcast about relationships and sexuality, theme-based with special guests, the Blue Hotel Hotline, and every episode climaxes with an adult bedtime story. Get a room and listen in at the Blue Hotel. Begins Friday, September 23rd.